What's up, everybody? It's your boy, that boy from the South, Big Mike, coming at you today with Knowles Talk. Uh, this is a brand new podcast, and again, we're excited about it. Um, I'm not a professional podcaster. This is something that I've kind of wanted to get into, uh, like radio and such, and and um, this is a free way for me to do it. So I want to take advantage of it and talk about something that I'm really passionate about, and that's Seminoles football. Um, I've been a Seminole for 35 years. Um, it all started in the living room um, the Saturday after Thanksgiving uh, when it was Florida Gators playing Florida State. <clears throat> and me and my brother, who's a year younger than me, sitting in the living room watching the game. And he picked uh, Gators because of the blue and the orange. He really liked the color scheme. And and I and you know what I went with the Seminoles because he was my little brother and you know we like competition and there from there it just you know it was a a house divided every year growing up. Uh, in fact, to this day, on Christmas uh, we got what it is called the treetop, um, the treetop uh, um, championship. So. Um, on Christmas, whoever won the game in November gets to put the tree topper on the Christmas tree, and um, there you go. Uh, and that's the way it is until Christmas, you know, until we take the tree down or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I've always been a Seminole. It's something that I'm really, really passionate about, um, and it's fun because my family's knows, my children are knows. They love going to the games. Um, you know, I have a 22 year old, I have a 13 year old and I have a nine year old little girl, um, whose favorite player is Dalvin Cook. Um, and boy, was she excited the day that she got, uh, his autograph. Um, but anyway, welcome to Knowles Talk. Again, a new podcast. Bear with me. Um, I hope you guys like it. I think there's a place on here where you can send in some messages, uh, ask some questions, uh, give your opinions give some topics that you would like to talk about and um help 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 grow with me um if you like Seminoles football um hopefully I could be entertaining and topical enough to um make this thing hot happen so anyway I would like to talk about um on my first podcast which ended abruptly I apologize if you listened to it um again it was something that I'm learning um but we talked about um defense and um uh, Harlan Barnett a lot. So if you haven't listened to it, please go check it out. Tell me what you think. Um, um, so today I just want to talk about Willie Taggart. Um, I know there's uh, a lot of fans out there calling for his head and, um, and um, they're just not happy with him. But there's a lot of fans out there who are still supporting this guy. And, um, and they believe in him and they trust in him. And... Um, you know, um, it's not showing on the field yet, um, but it will. Um, and with that being said, Willie Taggart has my full support. I believe that he's going to bring in the right assistance. You know, we talked about the David Kelly situation. Um, <clears throat> I'll just give you a recap. David Kelly um, is the recruiting coordinator. Um, he, he went to fill in a off-the-field role, um, but the NCAA blocked it. Uh, so this year we're kind of short-staffed on 
uh, the decent defensive side of the ball since we brought in another coach with Ron Duggins taking over for David Kelly. Um, so next year we'll have that availability to go get <clears throat> um, what I'm thinking we may end up getting a new defensive coordinator. Um, in fact, I'll just step out on the limb and just say I, I already believe that's going to happen. Um, and I'm surprised that it didn't happen over the summer when he talked to the Washington defensive coordinator and when Jim Livett came in um, when he was let go out of Oregon. Uh, but anyway, um, you know, Willie Taggart, um, I really like to see Willie Taggart get pissed off, especially in his press conferences. You know, every time he's come out, he's full of smiles. He's cracking jokes. You know, even after a loss, you know, he's got thousands and thousands of thousands of people really upset. And I think that if he would just come out and take accountability and say, you know what, I'm not going to make any excuses. I've already heard them all. I'm going to get this right. Please ride with me. Please trust me. You know, this is going to change. And if it doesn't, I will if it's coaches, I will get coaches in here to coach. If it's players, I will get players in here to play. Um, you know, um, so I would really like to see that side of Willie Taggart. And, and to be quite honest, we haven't seen that side of him at all, even after the loss on the field. You know, I understand that you're trying to not to um, be the bad guy and be a wolf and all this, that, and the other. But come on, man, we got to see some accountability. Um, and then today... Uh, for him to come out and blame hydration um, as part of the team setback on Saturday. Um, I really, you know, I mean, we're in Florida. You're going to cramp. It is what it is. I'm, I'm, I've been totally hydrated. I've been in construction for uh, 22 years. Um, there's been days I've been totally hydrated and, and still cramped. That, it, the sun's going to take it out of you no matter what. Um, so, uh, I, yeah, and, uh, and for a team to come from, in the mountains or whatever down here um, to play in this humidity and and to execute the way they executed and to play the way they played. Um, there's just no excuse for that. And I really, that was a head dropper to me today when I, when I heard that. And, um, you know, now my, my social media is blowing up, I'm being laughed at and mocked at, and uh, everybody's running with it right now, you know, because... Uh, you just had Florida and Miami play uh, last week, and, of course, there wasn't nothing said about hydration. So to blame the loss on hydration, it was, it was really a, a toe stomper to me today. And to um, um, hear Johnson say that, um, you know, it was lack of conditioning. You know, they just wasn't conditioned. Uh, which tells me that they may do some conditioning in practice, but not doing a whole lot of it. And I know as coaching Pop Warner ball um, uh, for a few years, um, in fact, I was a defensive coordinator um, and I played football uh, growing up and in high school. So, you know, um, I do know something about football. I may not know what Bobby knows, but I, I do know football. Um, and that was one thing that we did a lot of was conditioning, condition, 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 condition. And uh, we believed in it. 
uh, because you're going to need that in the fourth quarters of the game, overtime of the game. When you get deep into the season, you're going to need that conditioning. And so um, that was something that we, we started early in the summer. And um, we, we really, that was our focal point, was just conditioning. Um, so if that is not being done, that is something that definitely needs to start immediately. Um, but, yeah, um, Willie's a great guy. I, I do think that he's a good coach. Um, his win-loss record is, is questionable. Um, he did take over Western Kentucky. Um, he did win some games there after a few years. You know, he did go to South Florida. He did he did uh, turn that into a ten win team, which elevated him to Oregon. And listen, this is a, this is a job of promotion. I mean, anything in life, you're going to be promoted and and offered better um, situations in life. So um, when when he left. Western Kentucky was obviously for South Florida, uh, which is an upgrade. And then when he left uh, South Florida, he went to Oregon, which was an upgrade. And um, if you ask me, and I'm a little biased here, but when he left Oregon for Florida State, it was an upgrade. It was a promotion. Um, He's making more money than what he was making at Oregon. Um, He's from the state of Florida. You know, I know he left a lot of bitter taste in people's mouths in Oregon, but Hey, you know, um, that's the business of it. Just like if he doesn't do good, he's going to be let go. Um, and and I, I do believe that he's going to bring in the right pieces. And I, I do believe starting with a defensive coordinator. And there's some there's some uh, guys out there. There's some studs out there um, that are maybe a head coach right now that do so well, Charlie Strong. Um, but he's a stud at defensive coordinating. And recruiting. He's a good recruiter. And you put him in a situation like Florida State with Willie Taggart and Kendall Brock. Listen, that's a question I would ask you guys. Charlie Strong, the defensive coordinator at Florida State. You know, you saw what he did at Florida. Um, me, I would like. He's a, he's a hell of a recruiter. Um, he's good at what he does. Um, he hadn't found the success that he was hoping for at South Florida. Um, but you know, all in all, he's still a great defensive coordinator and he's a great recruiter and you put him with Kendall Browse on the offense. Oh man, come on now. And then even with the defensive coordinator, uh, um, position, there'll still be another defense, uh, defensive coach or two hired, um, uh, to help out on that side of the ball. Could, could Mark Snyder be here next year? Um, is that a possibility? Uh, is that a is that a would he be gone? You know, uh, you need a special teams coach. Uh, special teams is looking good, uh, so so you know you can't never rule anything out there. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see Willie Taggart um, get things in order and get it and get it real quick because you know we got Virginia coming up, and again, you know we'll discuss that next week after the ULM game. Um, but anyway, um, that's it for tonight. Um, uh, I hope you like it. I hope you enjoy listening to it. And, uh, again, you guys feel free to share this, um, and let's get some followers and, and, and grow with me. Um, again, thank you for tuning in to Knowles Talk. It's your boy, that boy from the South, Big Mike.
We'll talk to you next time. Go Knowles.